Welcome, wonderful person, to episode 26 of my podcast, The View from the Crow's Nest. And uh, I'm feeling better than I was yesterday. If you listened to my podcast yesterday, in the last couple of days I was feeling a little bit blue, a little bit down. Um, But I am feeling more upbeat today, a lot more upbeat today, which is great. And the reason that I would mention it is because, if you haven't listened before... These podcasts are also a bit of a journal for myself so I can see my thoughts, how they change on things, see ideas and also over time recognise patterns. So I want to make note of these things because then I might see some pattern that I can um, help use to improve myself further on. So today, what have I done? Well, it's kind of the same as yesterday, which is ironic because yesterday didn't seem to fit the bill. Today it did. Um, Maybe I had better sleep. Actually, no, I really didn't have better sleep. Uh, I think I only had about five and a bit hours sleep, so no, it wasn't sleep. Um, but I worked on the Grip the Sky experience exclusively today, uh, put a lot of hours into it, and um, it's it's so nearly done. So I had a technical problem yesterday, which got solved in the evening that was holding things up. And then I had another um, problem, which is that I'm building the Grip the Sky experience on a platform um, called Simvoli. And I have my website on that platform and I'm building this experience as a separate entity. Um, The problem is I wanted to share something from the website onto this entity and uh, I wasn't able to. And the long and the short of it is I spoke to them and they said, oh, well, what you can actually do is you can effectively place this Grip the Sky experience in a subfolder, more or less, from your main website. I said, oh, brilliant. And then it will share the stuff. Excellent. So I did that and I should have asked what were the downsides first because what I discovered was um, that I basically lost all of the it, it didn't it didn't transfer over images and uh, pop-ups and all this kind of a lot of work basically that I'd done to make it function as I wanted to was lost in the transfer um, the good news is I had cunningly made a backup of it just before I did the transfer, so I was able to look at it and go, okay, I see what needs doing, and the long and the short of it is, it's a few more hours of work that I'll have to do, but nothing is irreparably broken or anything like that, and nothing is lost. So the upshot is it's delayed me by probably another day on where I was at, but I'm so nearly there now. Oh, I'm so closing in on it, and I cannot wait to share it with you. So if you do want to, you can go to gripthesky.com, and um, you can drop your email address if you wish to, and then I will let you know once it's up and running. There's no need to drop your email address. Once it's up and running, it's free. Uh, You won't need to register or anything to enjoy it. So that's put me in a better mood, I think. I'm feeling like I'm actually getting somewhere. Between you, me, and the gatepost, I cannot wait to finish this thing and move on with another project and move on with something else Um, because it's just it's taken too much time it's been probably about six weeks now I've been working on this and when you look at it when you enjoy it it won't seem on your end like it's six weeks of work but um, I assure you it really is Um, so yeah I'll be glad when that's done outside of that um, nothing much doing really that was that was my day Um, I worked and didn't quite do my done by one then fun uh, that I had been doing previously up to a couple of weeks ago that was working really well um, I probably worked till about three o'clock so I would like to rediscover my discipline on that side of things and um, you know get this project sorted get it sorted in the morning and finish by lunchtime so that I can be a bit 
more relaxed in the afternoons and spend a bit more time with the kids, etc. Um, so that's my plan moving forward. Hopefully I can get back to that pattern. Um, still aching very much after my first personal training session on Monday, um, but that's a good thing. I'm aching in my lats and my deltoids, I think, and my triceps, and uh, it feels good. I like this kind of ache. Next session's going to be on Friday, so I think I'm going to be kind of ready to go by then. I've been very good with food, with my diet since. I knew I was going to start this session on Monday, so I had it in mind that come Monday, just gone, I was going to be very disciplined with my eating, not eat sweets, etc. So I've been good. I've stuck to it. I mean, we're three days in, so it's not exactly crazy. Um, but I'm, I'm a man on a mission. I mean, you know, I really am going to get my body in the shape that I wanted in and feel strong and powerful and supple and healthy above all things. So that's me. It's a short one today, five odd minutes. Um, not really much to say, not really much to share. No words of wisdom, no pearls. Oh, other than um, other than one, always back up your work, especially if you're about to do something major like transfer it somewhere else. And two, um, I guess actually, well, there is kind of something on this. So the Grip the Sky experience is uh, an EP release. And um, if you don't know what it is, uh, well, you probably know what an EP is, an extended play. It's basically five or six songs rather than a full album. Um, and most people nowadays, they finish their EP and they just bang it straight up on Spotify and go, hey, guys, it's out on Spotify. Off you go and listen to it. And I just don't think that that's the best approach for most musicians, particularly not uh, independent musicians who don't have the benefits of having label backing, etc., etc. Um, so the Grip the Sky experience is my experiment, a marketing experiment at how to package up an EP and make it more interesting and more fun for the listener and make it more beneficial and valuable for the the musician. So I'm not, I don't want to give too much away because I want you to enjoy it. But effectively, it's as I said earlier, it's free to listen to. It's, you know, you just go through it and enjoy it. You won't have to give an email address or anything. Um, but there will be opportunities if you wish to support me as the artist within the the experience. And my hope, time will tell, but my hope is that it will uh, be profitable enough from the people who do want to support that it will I'll, able, I'll be able to spend that profit or near enough all of that profit on advertising costs to bring more people in to enjoy it, who then will bring in a little bit of profit that I can then spend on a bit more advertising, etc. So basically, it's a hopefully a self-fulfilling engine, which is the golden goose as far as I'm concerned for an independent musician. Effectively, if you can release something that allows you to finance advertising to bring more people to listen to it, which allows you to finance advertising, which brings more people to listen to it, new fans, etc., then um, you know it's a self-fulfilling machine. So if it works, then it provides the blueprint for my future releases, which is obviously what I'm really excited by. And, and to be honest, I've had this in, in mind for about three or four years. I've been planning on doing something exactly like this. So it's nice to be getting around to it. But bigger than that, if it works, it also gives me um, a blueprint to help other musicians um, and maybe not just musicians as well. I'm sure I can use it for other industries and other areas. But the idea is that um, I'm sure it will need a bit of tweaking. But once it's up and running, it gives me a template that I can use again and again just by more or less changing the content, tweaking and adding stuff, etc. and help other 
artists to um, grow their fan bases and monetize their fan bases and basically build their careers whilst being able to do their art. Um, so there's quite a bit of pressure on it in the sense of I've got high hopes for it and obviously I don't expect to hit it out of the park on the first attempt but fingers crossed it'll be a you know a, a good swing um, and we'll we'll give some really positive results but all of this is to say that when you are I guess you know talking to myself as much as anything but also to you listening when you are embarking on a project especially something that hasn't been done before you know you are you know, going a bit blind, you are cutting through the jungle with a machete and not really sure which way you're turning, but you're just cutting away and hoping that you're going in the right direction. But once you've finished the first path, as it were, once you've cut that first path and you get to the destination, well, of course, after that, it's a hell of a lot easier to go back and forwards along that path. You know, you cut back a few more branches as you're going, you know, you iterate, you improve on things, but basically you've done the really the hardest part. The hardest part is the first one. And so this project has taken me, you know, six weeks or a bit longer maybe to do. And that's not including the music. Obviously, the music took me a while to do. This is just the putting it together, putting the experience together. And it's been in my mind for, as I say, a bunch of years. Um, and then I'm going to be spending two, three, maybe even another four weeks on putting the marketing plan together because, it, you know, a big mistake that all business or a lot of businesses make and musicians are amongst businesses is that they put 80% of their time into building the product and only 20% of their time into actually marketing the product. Whereas the successful businesses are the other way around. You know, it's 80-20 in favour of marketing. So if I don't put a good amount of time into marketing, the product may not work. And then it's like, oh, well, this is a problem with the product, which is what most businesses do. And then maybe they pivot products or what have you. Whereas if actually you put more time into the marketing, then you're giving the product much more chance to actually stand up and, you know, and work. Um, and if it doesn't work, then, you know, you've done everything you could with the marketing. So really, yes, OK, now you can pivot and try something different with the product. So there's quite a lot of well, there's a lot of work going into this and there's a lot of pressure. But the idea being that once I've done this, this work here, this is 90 percent of the work done in terms of building this blueprint, building this template. So fingers crossed, if it works, then I really feel like I've birthed a golden goose. <laughs> I've put one together. Um, so, yeah, this is very exciting. But at the same time, I am done with this stage of it and I can't wait to move it on to the next stage, the marketing stage and get that done and get it out there and then actually move on with something creative artistically, like writing more music and <laughs> recording more music, writing, you know, finishing the second draft of my first screenplay, finishing my first novel, all these kind of things. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. That's what I'm doing. And remember, I guess if you're embarking on a new adventure, a new project and it hasn't been done before, then, uh, you know, forgive yourself if it takes a bit of a while to find your direction. But if it's something you're going to repeat in the future, um, you know, you're going to save yourself a huge amount of time by trying to do it as best as you can the first time out. Cool. Thank you for listening. And if you're about on Twitter, as I always say, come and visit me at Romeo Crow. Would love to hear from you. Would love to see you. Would love to know who's listening. Um, thank you for listening. Speaking of, take care of yourself. I will speak to you tomorrow. Doodles.